You're listening to a Malu Entertainment original podcast. Hey guys, and on today's session, I've got my beautiful assistant Lux, and we chat about my humble beginnings and how I got started in the industry, along with some pretty strange and funny stories. So enjoy. today's show I'm gonna be probed. The tables are turned and I've got my lovely assistant Lux with me and who knows what will happen. I never know when I'm with you really. I'm Lux and today I will be picking Mel's brain on anything and everything from the very beginning of her journey in this industry to the current point in time. The current me. Yes. The many phases of Mel. Yes. That could be my biography actually. I yeah, it's good. Podcasts are easier than writing a book. Yeah, though. true. That's why I started this. <laughs> Everyone was saying, Mel, you should write a book. And I'm like, I don't know how to string a sentence together. I'll write so an audio just, book. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just starting to do this. But I need like Morgan Freeman to like do it for me. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Like, I don't know. I think he's a bit expensive. Yeah. But he's like God. So then it would make me feel really proper. <laughs> I just, yeah. Anyway. We are getting sidetracked. We are. So with our very first question, let's start at the beginning. Okay. What did you think of the sex industry before becoming a part of it? I was actually a Baptist. So sex was a bad thing. You didn't do it till you were married. None of that shit. So I had no idea when I was like 14 what even sex was. And I was sent some porn during high school. It would have been um, an information technology class. We learned to touch type. And someone sent me some porn and said, this could be us. And I was like, okay. No, it won't be because I'm getting married when I'm 18 and <laughs> no, it won't be. I'm going to be a flower that is not going to be bloomed. So yeah. once you started considering getting into that industry, mm. did you have any internal conflicts or concern with your upbringing <clears throat> versus the industry you're going to step into? Well, yeah, yeah, I did because I was like, what are my parents going to think? But you know what, I was rebellious and I was like, I don't even care. I want to be the enemy that the, because uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm actually in the wheelchair. So I thought I want to be the enemy without a wheelchair, without bullshit. I want to be who I feel. And many people didn't see me as the way I felt. So I thought the industry would bring that out in me for the bad of good. I don't know. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Who knows? I'd say if it's made you more yourself, then I think so. how can it be a bad thing? Yeah, I think so. I think it's brought something out of, it brought me out of my shop. Sure. So. Yeah. Because I used to be really quiet and polite and, and go, yes, please. And like, you know, I don't want any of that. And now I'm like, get it to me. <laughs> you know, so. So it's instilled a lot of confidence. Yes. Yeah. Probably a bit much in some aspects, but yeah. Where did you start your journey in the sex worker industry? 
What was your first kind of avenue that you dabbled in? This is going to show my age. Oh. MySpace. My, MySpace? MySpace. Used to be able to follow all the porn stars. So in uh, California was a huge, the porn sort of, well, they call it porn belly. Yeah. So you could follow everyone in MySpace. And so I just started following everybody. And look, I need to learn more about this industry because I don't know what that fuck I'm doing <laughs> so I'll just follow these people and hopefully I'll you know see I've grown up in the to... world of you follow people on Instagram yeah no I, I didn't even know MySpace was MySpace was a thing group my, before Instagram see I'm really I'm showing my age now um uh before Instagram MySpace was the thing and then Facebook and then Instagram yep so, so how would people use MySpace to progress into porn so it's basically, um, you, have you ever used MySpace? Nope. No. I'm a 2000 so, baby. Yeah. So basically you could have a wall or a profile yeah. and people could comment on all your photos, but yep. it was like a wall. So but similar to Facebook, I suppose. But so would that be used as an advertising platform or would you be able to directly profit from MySpace? So you could follow people and then message them and say, yep. hey, I'm looking for work. Or they'd approach you and say, hey, I've seen your photos. Yep. Are you interested in blah, blah? So, yeah, that's how it kind of happened for me. So I, I would ask questions of the people that I was following yep. just to learn more because I had no idea. So what I was brought up to do was to ask questions when you don't know something just to be inquisitive. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, that's how I started. And um, Jenna Jameson was on there back in her prime and so we followed each other. She never spoke to me, but I was like, Jenna's following me. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know who Jenna Jameson is, she was like the queen of porn for the, the 90s and the early 2000s. So, um, and she's still out there, but she's had a change of life at the moment. So, but that's cool. She's still all doing her own thing. Anyway, so I was following her and a few others. And yeah, that's how I got to know people and yep. started. So from there, did you go into a more porn-based avenue or an escorting or? Mm. I had to think what would be realistic with my disability. So I thought, well, I can't strip because that's what I wanted to do. I want to be tied to a pole and have money thrown at me. I yep. still want to do that. So, hey, you work for me now, so <laughs> bring that on. We'll, we'll work out a way to Bring that, that on. Bring that shit happen. Um, but, yeah, so I had to sort of say, well, I couldn't – I didn't know whether I could escort, whether it would be physically possible. So I thought I have to make a digital footprint whether I like it or not. So yeah. that's how I started. So I asked one of the girls on MySpace who worked in Melbourne at the time, who was a stripper, where she got her portfolio from. So I made an appointment, got a portfolio, and it started from there. What I'm trying to say is a shift in momentum. Yeah, would you, which, which system did you prefer as you've lived Ooh. through both? Jeez, that's a hard thing. I guess if I was escorting when I started, yep. that would mean a lot easier because you meet people through that as well. Yep. So I think now, if you're starting now for the right reasons, and there's a lot of people out there that are doing that for the wrong reasons, um, it's a lot easier for you. It's so much easier. It's so fast-paced, but you've got to be on it all the time. So back when I started, 
And I know Holly Randall has said this in her podcast as well. And if you don't know who Holly Randall is, she's an um, erotic photographer and daughter of Sue Randall, who I love. Anyway, beside the point I'm getting distracted, <laughs> she said it didn't matter whether you had two days off from work or a week off. You could afford to have that. But now it's 24-7, yeah. bang, 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 all the time. Yeah. So you've got to be, got to have the energy, and I'm running out of energy back, you know, um, to be on it all the time. Whereas before, it was a bit slower. You could afford to have time off and yeah. um, shoot, do longer shoots over three or four days. Now you've got to get the shoot done in one day, you know. So yeah. it's a different piece altogether. If you become absent <clears> online, <throat> do you think you will lose a clientele base, even if that's only 72 hours? You do. Yeah. I, I know for me, and I think it's because I'm restricted. I, I do a lot of camp performing and I feel like it's because I'm restricted on what I can do. Yeah. Um, then people, and there's so much more competition now that people can move on to other options. Yeah. So, but if you've got a niche, which I'm still finding after 15 years, you've got those a few loyal fans that will always come back no matter how much, how much time you take off, yeah. they will always come back. So fast paced now that you will lose some. Yeah. You're bound to lose some. You've just got to keep hustling and that's how the world is at the moment. So when yeah. did you start camming? Uh, and who with? Yeah, about four years ago. Yeah. No, goodness gracious, six years ago. <laughs> what year are we in? It's been a really weird year this Almost year. Almost 2021. I know, it's been a really weird year. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, 2014 I started, and I didn't know what gaming was yep. at that stage. So I was having a lunch with a friend who's, who's kind of well-known in the industry, but I won't mention her name. But she said, oh, why don't you do canning? That'd be really awesome. Like, that's perfect for you. You can sit, you know, in talk, because you talk like a motherfucker, um, <laughs> and I do. And um, so I did some research, and I finally found where I can be myself. And if people don't like me, they can leave the room. Yeah. And people will come and go, what the fuck have I just walked into? Because I do some weird shit, and people are, people are also not prepared to see someone like me on cam either yeah still in 2020 yeah. so um yeah it's, it's been a life-changing experience but before then i was signing modeling contracts and doing doing the actual you know offline hustle which is yeah. really hard to do as you know um yeah but i'm glad that i found my my little home i suppose as part of the industry yeah. So would you say camming is your niche? That is what you're most comfortable with? Mm, okay. Well, the disability part of me would say yes. Yeah. Then the actual spir spiritual side of me, if that's correct. So would... the want, the desire yeah. part of or the you would like to be. Yeah. If I had no physical restriction, yeah. it would be porn. That would yeah. be me. Um, but yeah, with the physical restriction, we'll be camping. Oh, yeah. I like the physical restrictions because, of course, you're in a wheelchair, yeah. so people can see it. Mm. 
Um, which I was ever, never used to for a while. It yeah. took a while to get my head around. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had any just people that can't look past that? Yeah. And instead of moving past your stream, yeah. they decide to stay. Yeah. So do you mean as a wheelchair fetish or, or what do you mean? Yeah, either or. I guess any comments that have been made that make you feel a little uncomfortable and that yeah. we're just uncalled for so yeah. people can be educated as to what not to do and yeah. then we can cover the yeah. ideal way yeah. to approach with questions about curiosity <laughs> because we know you get a lot of those. We do. And I think it would be good to let everyone know the correct way to <clears throat> ask these questions yeah. that they so desperately yeah. feel the need. So I think <laughs> well, that would be a good way to put yeah, it. Yeah, I think the one night I remember, and I don't know why I remember this, but it was very funny. I I went online drunk, and you're not meant to do that, so please don't do that. Like, <laughs> I did it. Shh, I was learning. Um, and he said to me, oh, wow, you look like a horse. A horse? A horse. And mm -hmm. so when I was young, I used to have really buck teeth. And yeah. I used to think I did look like a, like a, like a horse. And um, so my comment to him was, thank you so much, because I don't feel so alone now. I thought I was the only one who thought that. <laughs> and, so, and I was so happy. And he's like, what the hell? I just called you a horse. Go die, spastic bitch. And I'm like, no, because I'm now not alone. I, I, yeah. I, I now, so, someone understands me. Thank you yeah. so much. And he walked away. And, but other people who, ne who know that I'm in a wheelchair think it's funny just to say, stand up. Let's see what happens. So would that come from your regulars, would you say? No, no, just randoms that come randoms. in and go. Okay. They read it and then they go, let's ask it to stand up and see what happens. So just assholes patrolling the yes. internet. So that used to really upset me. Yep. Because I'd be like, why are they being so mean? And they'd also say, you don't belong here. Yeah. All these other girls are, you know, standing up and shaking their ass and spreading the cheeks what you know and then we've got you these companies don't deserve you and i'm like well the great thing about the adult industry is there's a place for everyone yeah you know there's a there's a fetish for everybody and i wasn't in the industry for that but i've since learned there is that is true yeah so if you don't like me Fuck off. <laughs> Move along. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, some nights I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. People hate me. What the hell? Um, so now if someone asks me to stand up, I say, cool, 10,000 tokens. Pay my medical bills. I, I'll be more than happy to stand up for you. Just pay make me. sure I'm yeah. covered first. Insure yeah. me first and we're all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now I... I've seen and heard everything, so it doesn't really get to me. But when I first started, having someone tell you that you don't fit in the industry and you don't belong here, that used to kill me. That, yeah. And it does, and it literally does kill people. So stigma does kill people. And, and you see it happening, and I'm surprised, pardon me, that I'm still doing it. But I'm here for a reason 
and that's to get past all the people that think they're stronger because they're behind the screen. Yeah. And it's a barrier so they can do whatever the fuck they want and, yeah. you know, ruin people's lives. No. And that's not. I enough. haven't used any camming websites. Yep. I don't really know how they're run. But with all this negativity and hate, I'm mm. assuming you are not the only one that gets it. No. Abled, tall, yep. thick, small. Yep. Everyone. In, Anything. Yeah. So does the platform have a reporting system? You can, but because because it's um, digital, you know, yeah. and people can make up new accounts, they yeah. can't really do much about so that. So clients just, per se don't have to verify their identity? Um, some of them do. And yeah. some, so if they're also a broadcaster but they yeah. don't broadcast anymore, they've had to verify. Yeah. And so I know some sites are working on um, users having to verify, which would be really good. Yep. Do you um, think that would make it safer and would you be more comfortable working for a caring website that has verified users? Or I, I, I think if I was new yep. and knew nothing about it, then, yeah. Would... Because no one teaches, well, back in my day, no one was there to teach me yep. what to do. So I, I was just winging it the whole time. But, I, yeah, I think if I was brand new in the industry now, I, that's what I would prefer. What would you tell a newbie in the industry if they came and asked you for advice? What would be your five steps to <clears throat> success? I think, well, firstly, I'd be asking questions and asking them first why have they chosen me. Yep. And then if they answer these questions with um, logic, and not just saying, I love sex, so I'm going to get paid for it. <laughs> Sorry, wrong answer. <laughs> you need, you're in there to, yeah, because you love sex, I love sex, we all love sex. But you've got to inspire people. You want the money, cool, all good. You want to improve yourself. You want to improve that. You want to encourage um, relationships to thrive. Yeah. You know, all those things that affect everything that you do because especially if you do camming it is a digital footprint that will stay there forever so yeah. if, if you're in a strip club like back when i started so 2005 we still had strip clubs but we had no social media really attached yeah. to that so you could go do your shift go home yeah that's it but now it's all over so i know there's some girls that strip for incidents and don't have social media yep. so they can still do that but it's very rare um yeah so i would say are you prepared for all these things yeah if you are um then yeah are you able to handle negativity well yeah if you can't then maybe rethink your steps but i would say have a thick skin Know what you're in here for, know yourself as a person, know your boundaries, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're always going to have down days. I still do. I'm not perfect. Um, but, yeah, you just it, it's going to be highs and lows. Yeah. So just be prepared for those. And the highs are bloody awesome, but the lows can be bloody, bloody awful. Um, but, yeah, just 
be prepared for all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Did that answer the question? I feel like I rambled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it does. But yeah. that also brings another question to the table is I know from my dancing days mm. is you had people that would hustle as themselves and Ooh. you had people that would hustle as a personality. Yes. So, so as a persona, you would say. Yeah, yeah. they create a more bubbly, mm. fun, flirty, mm. or maybe a bitchy, badass, Which is a, or yeah. a total bimbo. And yeah. in actual fact, they're not, yeah. No. And I know mm. I've spoken to a lot of guys at work that feel that this is cheating mm. or false advertising. Yeah. And what would you say to those kind of comments? I, I reckon, yeah, I don't know. Like some girls, some girls do do that. I've seen the exact same thing, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But most guys, they just want a genuine person. Yeah. They, they want to fulfill their their fantasy or their void or whatever it is that they come to see you for. They don't necessarily want fake. Yeah. So you can still be not you, but be more genuine about being not you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, when it's overdone, I feel like it's pointless because people can see straight through that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. That <laughs> yes. Does. Yeah. So um, I would say I don't agree with it. So I would say be as genuine as you can, but also set up your boundaries. But at the same time, if that's what works for you, if a bubbly Disney persona works for you then do it <laughs> you know um yeah i've tried doing that i'm not good at it i'm gonna admit i'm not good at it so i've learned to just be me in a more confident me i suppose and that's where mel comes from because yeah i can't also you know be that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that happy to be able to, yes. to do that. But I'm it gets draining when I'm it's happy, not your personality. Yeah, I'm happy, don't get me wrong, I'm happy, but I can't be over the top happy when I'm... You can't ooze sunshine out yeah. of your ass. Yeah, although someone told me this morning that I can do that. Oh. I don't know how I can do that when Achievement I'm sitting, I'm sitting down, though. So... Extra skill? Maybe. Maybe I should be doing more anal scenes. <laughs> Don't know. But that could be something to look forward to for our listeners, not viewers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not. That's okay. All right. Well, <laughs> now that we've gotten the more political nitty gritties out of oh, it. Oh, I like it political. <laughs> well, we can, can always talk come back it? to political. Right. But let's have the fun questions. Oh, dear. I'm, I, I work with luck, so I'm a little <laughs> bit scared about this section. <laughs> what has been... Your weirdest customer. Ooh. Your definition of weirdest customer. I wouldn't say it's weird, but a guy used to pay me for 45-minute privates. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to speak. He would just sit there and stare. And if I spoke, I get yelled at. He wouldn't so, do any stuff with himself? No. No, he would just sit there and literally stare into the camera and I had to stare back at him. For 45 um, minutes? Yep. That's a... That was, yeah. Different one. Yeah, it was. And I thought this is only going to be a one-off thing. But it was when I first started. 
Yeah. And I could not, his hands were forward, so I could see that his hands were not yeah. touching anything. So, yeah, that's probably my strangest, one of my strangest. Um, another one when I wasn't used to doing penis humiliation, someone said, oh, would you like to do it? And I was like, you know, how hard could it be? Give it a go. Not thinking why I'd see, come back. You know. So they booked a pilot, they turned the camera on, and all I could see was this massive dick in lace undies. And I was so not prepared for that. <laughs> and I should have been, but I was like, was it like I a lace can't... cock sock or like ladies, ladies underwear? Ladies Okay. Yeah. Bright red lace ladies underwear. Not that I have anything wrong with that, but my brain just wasn't You weren't ready. ready. How long do you see yourself in the industry? As long as my body lets me. Um, hopefully that'll be a long time. Um, I've already been in the industry 15 years, so... Yeah, I hope that, yeah, physically I'll be able to keep making clips and, and custom videos and porn for um, a, quite a number of years yet. But I know I'll get to the stage where my body will just go, no more, done. So, yeah. But I, after, I don't think I could totally leave, though. Yeah. I've, I've thought about that and then gone, I can't because this this industry has provided me with so many opportunities that i'd have to get back to that i couldn't i couldn't just leave and go all right i'm done so i'd be doing the you know the promoting the advocacy and all this other stuff so i think i would stop performing but being a part of the industry i could i'll probably tell an 80 until until my dying day, I'll be there. Quite often now, I hang my G-strings on the wall. I'm being known to put my G-strings on my head because I don't fit anymore. So I'll probably be driving around in my chair with my G-string on my head when I'm ready. That'll be me. Just embracing. Yeah. Yeah. The industry just, yeah. for what it's worth. Yeah. And giving back to that yeah. and sort of saying, well, thank you. But I know some girls have left and gone, I'm never coming back because of whatever reason. Yep. I don't think I could feel like that. So You found a family My, and a community, yeah. not just yeah. a job. No, exactly. So, and I found you and I employed her. <laughs> yes. Best decision did. I ever made. <laughs> and now we're doing this. I guess industries within the sex working industry. Yep. That facets of the industry, I think. Is yes, that's to. that would be it. Are there any you want to try and haven't yet? Ooh. Or are there even mm. any that you definitely won't want to go near? Mm. No, I'm a whore. You're a whore. I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, look, you know, I think you know, shoving zucchinis on my asshole. Might be something, and you know, I will stick to the butt plugs. Um, yeah, note that down for next week, by the way. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, you know, dom work interests me. Um, oh, a whole lot of it, just because it, it interests me because of the psychology behind it. So, what gets people ticking and what gets people off 
is what you know it really interests me so i don't think anything would would you know scare me when go oh so what about swingers parties something that is a big part of the sex Mm. community but wouldn't necessarily be classified as sex work yeah right (laughs) <laughs> and there's so much I want to say to that one too. Um, because of COVID, the you know, swingers parties have stopped. So before COVID, I was going to start because I was like, this could be a thing. This could, yep. And you meet people. And as long as you're safe, you meet people. Like, you never know what might happen. Um, I don't agree with the swingers who do it negatively and want to exploit people. I've had that experience as well. Someone came up to me, and I hope they're listening, who said, I can cure cerebral palsy, which is what I've got, with sex and sound waves. All you have to do is do an interview with me. And so I was like, you're a wanker, but I want to see where this goes because you're interesting me. You're a wanker, but, you know, you never know. So, um, and it ended up a nasty situation. But they also wanted to, I'm a full service sex worker as well. So they wanted to use my license to be able to operate a swingers party and do like a six guy gangbang on me and make it legal. Not too happy about that. So I was like, I know what you're doing and no. So I, I'm, I'm not against swinging at all, but do it properly. And I'll respect you. Do it yeah. the wrong way, and you're an asshole. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's a grey area, and I think a lot of more people need to be safe in that area if they're going to do that. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be something that I'd be interested in doing safely, and not and legally, not illegally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what would be your safety tips? for someone who might not be very well versed in the industry but wants mm. to attend a swingers party or even wants to go on an online like yeah. meet someone online and wants to catch up with them what are some things that so, you would consider so you're talking about on, online dating or are you talking about sugar baby or what? anything i okay. think they all kind of fall into the same yeah. category once with money yeah, once for without sure. and for a sure. lot of the times online dating mm. actually has more dangers behind it than a service yeah i would say do your research watch for the signs of how people respond to you before you meet up with them and learn to know what that sign to me i mean if you're not worldly you're not going to know which is the scariest part yeah but yeah if you can ask around you know you don't have to tell people what you're doing if you're comfortable with that but just say what what would this mean or it's, uh, I, I don't know, like, what, what would you think? I'm going to pass it on to you because that's a difficult question. Because um, you're younger than me, so. <laughs> Online dating, I think, is a pretty standard one. It's advertised mm. a lot yeah. with your safety tips. Um, and I guess this goes for sugaring as well. Mm. Never communicate off-platform. Yeah, If totally. anything happens to you, the platform you're using, whether it's a sugaring one or a dating one, they will 
maintain and hold all the information and the yeah. police can get access to that very easily. They've got more they've got more of a safety net than the camming yeah. website. Um but if you talk to someone on a dating website and then move to Facebook and that's mm. when you arrange you want to meet up and yeah. something happens, then that yeah. information will never become public knowledge yeah, nor true. accessible. That's true. Um of course meet in a public place yes. at least the first time. Yeah. Let yeah. someone know where you're going. Always let somebody know. Even if you're going to, to your school, I, yeah. I would always say let somebody know that you trust where you're going. Yeah, and I say that also works as in if you're a private escort, yeah, if that, you have someone that's what I mean. you can Sorry. trust, yeah. let them know someone's coming to you or yeah. you're heading to an yeah, apartment. for sure. When, where, how long it's going to approximately be, and if it gets extended. Yes, for sure. See, you've got more words than I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're a worker, you should have those safety measures in place as well, even if you're, you know, it doesn't matter which side of the transaction or date you're on. Yeah. You need to both have those safety mechanisms in place Whatever works for you, yeah. but make sure you do If you don't, then that's asking for trouble, I think. That's... Yes, I know. I always turn my phone location on to yeah. so my best friend and only yeah. her has it visible. Yes. So just in case something does happen, there is someone that has my location at yes. all times. That's great. Yeah. I didn't know you could actually do that. Yeah. So... You Teach me later. Yes, um, it's but, a handy one. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that would be really handy for, for anyone, for workers or non-workers and just going on dates. I think that's yeah, that's really great. There you your ass. Literally. <laughs> In safety, not bloody, body fluids. <laughs> yes, continue before I go tender. Go into body a fluids. really gross. Yeah, because, you know, well, place. I do like talking about body fluids, but. So is there a body fluid fetish you're hiding from the rest of the world? Or possibly, yeah. Possibly. I, 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 I wouldn't say hiding because I, you know, my ass is on TV <laughs> all the time with covered things. Yeah, I would say so. It's it's you know when uh, you if you've ever heard of Nina Hartley when she's being interviewed, it's always about curiosity, and it's the same with me. Like you know. Um, you don't have to worry about impressing anybody. When yeah. you go on set, you know what you're there for. Have a ton of fun doing it. And um, there's no, I wonder if she likes me. I wonder if he likes me. He doesn't like me. You just it go out there, it, own it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I love you. You don't have to worry about all that shit. Yeah. And when I heard her say that once, I was like, that's me. I don't, I don't know when someone's creating on to me. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, cut down all the bullshit. For me, I'm just like, cover my tits, I don't care. So yeah, live, like breathe, eat and shit confidence yes. would be the yes. live, laugh, love, wall motto yes. type thing. <laughs> yes. Imagine having that in your living room. <laughs> Can we do that? Live, eat, shit confidence in cursive writing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we could make it work. Come with confidence. Oh, my. That's me. <laughs> That's me. 
right <laughs> above the bed so someone would be staring at it. Yes. Just for some extra motivational support. Yes. <gasps> Escorting cards. <laughs> Melina Viking. Come, come with confidence. <laughs> I love it. I, I love think it. we're onto something there. Yeah. Well, when I came up with this brand, too, I was like, I don't know what my slogan would be. Well, there we go. So I didn't have one for, I've been in this brand, what, two years yep. now? And I I don't have a slogan till now. <laughs> Come with confidence. I like it. And what inspired this brand? Um, I got outed by some people who um, who lived around me in the same apartment complex. Yeah. And um, they did not believe that someone with a disability should be in the industry and how dare I even think about doing that. And what because, would you say to those people? Uh, you nearly got what you wanted, but I'm making it out. But don't judge people. Yeah. If they make a decision, if you're concerned, and I'm not hurting anybody, so what was it their business? I don't work from home. You're not allowed to work from home except when you're camping. Uh, why is it their business? Yeah. So, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you should be able to do what you want to do and you're doing it legally. So I thought, what is a strong fuck you name? That I could come up with because I'm always going to be Melina. That does not change. But yeah, um, Viking. I, I was watching Vikings on TV and I was like, that kind of works. That kind of works. It flows nice. I've never been creative with names. So, you know, Jenna Jameson was named after Jameson Whiskey. Yep. I, I didn't want to be Melina Malua. <laughs> well, well, you know that? Was yeah. that green shit? Oh, no, no, Midori. Midori. Nalina Midori. <laughs> it wasn't going to work. So, um, yeah, but Viking kind of flowed. And like yeah. I said earlier, if people don't like me, find your own business. Own. Yeah, the industry is so big now. There is some, something, something or someone for everybody. So, And I find it really difficult because I know I'm strong enough yeah. to deal with anything that comes at me, um, almost. But I'd hate it for people not to be able to cope just because they can see me coping and then try and then fall. So I'd hate to have I'd, – I'd feel that as a responsibility on me that it was my fault. That's why I've never become a psychologist because I'd always take it home with me. Yeah. Um, but I would say do your research um, as much as you can, ask questions. I'm always able to, you know, around to ask questions answer questions yeah. I'll do what I can um if but if you're feeling it gives you some form of freedom like it does with me then I'd say go for it That's do you my... think there should be a support network for disabled sex workers or differently Poss abled yeah possibly yeah 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 I couldn't start it that's why I'm saying possibly so I could would you like there to be one yeah i th i think there is there is because there's many disabilities that aren't visual yep that that workers have so maybe they could fall into that category as well and find it useful yep. so yeah absolutely and as long as it's not me because i don't have the way so where we all so someone out there listening yeah <laughs> please start up this group someone named possibly fiona Patton, but 
<laughs> we won't go there. I love you, darling, by the way. Um, but yeah, she's gonna kill me now that I said that. But uh, yeah, so as long as it's not me, not that I'm against it, but I just don't have the wherewithal to and the resources. Yeah. But I'd be happy to help start. One final question. Oh, but there's so many more. What would be a good one? They gotta know who they're yeah. listening to. Yeah. So I think I might invite you back for round two. I think we could do that. I, I'm just hoping to inspire people and change their perception of disability as opposed to a positive one. Yep. That's, yeah, that's the proper answer. I was. <laughs> but yeah, sex. Yeah, and sass, of course. Yeah. Yes. Change um, the world with sass, sex, and we don't want love in there. Um, oh, well, love that. of sex. Yeah. Um, love of the anatomy. And love of butt plugs. Um, on that note, <laughs> I will definitely invite you, Loxie, to come back again for another episode because I think we could just chat like you know, really and I say so. I do like chatting to you. That's I good. I, I like I chatting do. to you. So. I do. Whew, I and, you, and, you, and you do have a a, a very good uh, technique in uh, wiping my butt. We'll, we'll go further <laughs> into that in the next episode, I think. But Thank you, darling. It's been lovely. Yes, and, um, you too. And no one can find you anywhere. No, here, once in a while. Through me, yes. Yes. <laughs> so if you love the sound of Luxie's voice, email me and I will <laughs> I will sort something out. And um, we'll see you for part two of this amazing, weird conversation. Sounds good. Awesome. Remember, you can also follow me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Melina Viking. And check out my website, my.bio forward slash Melina Viking, and you can buy my videos, watch me live, and so much more. Thanks for joining us today, guys, and I look forward to bringing you the next Margarita Sessions. <laughs>